Hi everybody, it's Lisa Marie here and we're doing our martini talks with one of my very dearest friends, Patty. She's been with me and my writing life for years and years and years. So we were started out what in 2006 and you were the I was the editor in 2006 mm -hmm. and now she's the publisher and we have so much fun. We do photo shoots for the covers and we write all kinds of cool stuff and I wanted to talk to her tonight and share with her views about the universe and she has a couple of tricks up her sleeve too. She's already told me she wants to flip the switch, flip the script so to speak and do more talking about me mm -hmm. being the one that needs to be interviewed. <laughs> so we'll see what well, she's got up her sleeve. Well now Lisa Murray, you know I'm accustomed to being the one doing the interviews so let's just go from there. <laughs> so tell me, 2020, we're eight months into the year, we're six months into our current situation, What's your takeaway so far from 2020 and COVID? That this never happened, that we're in a magical spell. Mm -hmm. It feels like somebody's waved a magic wand and we're in a movie set and it's all a bad dream. I mean, it's just, you know, February started with me almost dying and mm -hmm. then everything crashed with the travel business. I mean, you know, the whole, all of my clients had to be moved and what a nightmare that's been getting everybody rescheduled and then the photography business mm -hmm. and then of course i didn't want to go show houses because i don't know if people in their houses have covid absolutely so i just i mean like and then our 30th wedding anniversary happened mm -hmm. and brahma's like what are we doing i'm like not a thing i'm going to the garden <laughs> i'm gonna go play with the tomatoes i'll see you later okay <laughs> so that's next year's our 30th anniversary well it sounds like one of your takeaways is one of mine which is flexibility yeah this has been the year that we've had to be flexible we've had to pivot um, you and I both of entrepreneurs have discussed that and pivoting in different ways. I will tell you one of the things that's really been a takeaway for me is family in two different in incarnations. First and foremost, our immediate family, right. like your immediate family. Um, there's been a deeper bond. It's more, we're all in this together. We're mm -hmm. helping each other out. And you and I both have a substantial circle of friends. One of the things that this has taught me is my circle of friends have diminished in size, but not in quality. Mm -hmm. I have really become to realize who my ride or dies are. And I think those are two very positive takeaways from the show. Yeah, it's because you know what's interesting? I have people who text me mm -hmm. and call me if they haven't heard from me in a couple of days or at least a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. They'll be like me, you. Mm -hmm. There's a handful of people and clients that were really never really clients anymore. Yeah. They've become friends. And then I've got people that I have actually texted to check on that haven't even responded. It's mm -hmm. just like, we don't need you for photography. So, or what do you think about travel? Mm -hmm. We're not doing travel. We're not selling our, what do you want? Kind of thing, which is very interesting. Like, I don't want anything. I'm just saying, hello, how are you doing? Are y'all okay? And yeah, it's the same feeling that I've got. But in a way, for me, that's been very, um, it's been very telling. I'm not going to say it hasn't been hurtful at times. Because no, it, it is has. hurtful. You know, it has. Um, but it's really made me realize who and what's important. One of the key things that I implemented and that you and I have discussed, mm -hmm. oh, about 10 weeks ago, I would just go through my phone, go through my Rolodex. Yes, I still have a Rolodex. I know. <laughs> um, and I would just... Three people a week I would randomly call mm -hmm. that I wouldn't normally see on a day-to-day -day mm -hmm. basis. 
And I will tell you, there were times that I had to introduce myself a couple of times and say, and they'd be, oh yeah, no, I know you from here. Or maybe I'd only have one meeting with them right. regarding a philanthropic effort or regarding a business. So we really didn't have a connection yet, mm -hmm. um, but I've done that. And that's been very revealing to me as well. I'd say 90% of the people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you took a minute to call me. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. And then some of the people were just as you said. Weird. What do you want? And yeah, like, well, hey, boo, how are you? <laughs> I know. It's been kind of yeah. bizarre. And it's interesting, too, to me that you have people that they just know that, I think it has to do with manners. I mean, I, and I just think it has to do with etiquette and manners and being yeah. being sweet. And, I, you know, you know me yeah. and the whole sweet life stuff. And yeah. You can't be sweet and not don't want to be, I'm, not, I'm done. I'm, at yeah. this point, I'm done. Because there's no time for being anything less than sweet. Well, and I will say, and this goes exactly with what you're saying. You know, I have personalized note cards. You have personalized notes. I have written more handwritten thank you notes, how are you notes. I mean, I think I'm personally keeping the USPS in business. Well, it's funny that you said that too, because, you know, with doing what we're doing here mm -hmm. with Martini Talks, I like to write a thank you note, you mm -hmm. know, because people don't have to take out the time to do this. Mm -hmm. This is my little doodah that I'm doing on the YouTube. Yeah. It may turn out to be something fantastic. It may turn out to be absolutely nothing more than wonderful conversations yeah. for us to look back on when we're old and gray and look at what we did during mm -hmm. that crazy 2020 right right but i had somebody send me a message back because i said what's your address because i didn't know if they were still in their office sure if they were at home sure. and i had their office address i'm like why what do you need it for i was like um i was gonna write you a thank you note I'm like oh how sweet it, they flipped but it was like the first initial response was what do you want with my mm -hmm. address and it's just funny people are really on edge very much so very yeah. much so but now your mama and your nana and my mama and my mama always taught me now you know when you write that thank you note and someone's at your home you're really supposed to slip it in their handbag you're not supposed to mail it sister you're supposed to give it to them as they leave oh that would be a lot easier <laughs> yeah that, that's, I'll the, have to remember that's that. the southern thing they're oh. supposed to go away with that and when they get home that night and give them in their handbag to retrieve their items they find your little personal things that's I'm, I'm not that stealth many times, but that's how it's supposed to be. Well, I, yeah, I'll have to remember that because mm -hmm. I haven't been either. I've been literally go to the garden, water the vegetables, pray they don't die, come in, clean up. Never been more dirty this year in mm -hmm. my entire life. I mean, Brian was just yesterday. He was like, oh, my God, you're <laughs> like you just wallowed in dirt. I'm like, no, dude. I mean, I'm out fertilizing tomatoes and working on eggplants and pinching this and tending mm -hmm. that. And you, you're just dirty. And get, get home and get come in the house, whatever, get a bath, get a shower, and then get dressed and put makeup on and mic up and tape. I don't know if I'd have time to think about a thank you note before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> before. No, but I'll tell you this, nurturing and growing and tending to and caring for, it's a dirty business, whether it's a baby or a garden. It is. You know? It is. Mine are grown, and I'm still tending to them. And you are, too. I am, too. Even more so now. Yeah. I will say that... Um, you know, Tim was very ill with the COVID. And fortunately, we didn't have to hospitalize him. He was very ill for about nine days. And my babies, grown babies, took that hard. Mm -hmm. It's scary. Took it real hard. It's scary. So I think our role as mothers, as nurturers, as caregivers, has been ratcheted up a bit more. And one of the things that I thought about on the way over here is for 100 years, you've ended your column with one simple phrase. And that's take care of you. Mm -hmm. And right now, 
We need to take care of each other, but we got to take care of us too. We do. We do. You know, I was talking to Heather the other day and you guys so cheers Heather, to that. Cheers, cheers to taking to care of us. Yeah. Yeah. You remember the, the other day you guys were watching us meet the team for Lisa mm-hmm. Murray and Heather was here and you know, we, we love were, Heather. I know we do. And she said, I sent her a message. I said, are you coming to help me this weekend? Cause I had a couple of shoots and I really like for her to videotape me while I'm shooting. And she goes, I'm, I'm busy all weekend. And I was like, busy doing what? Cause <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Cause like, she's really home with the children. She sure. Goes, I'm doing self care. And I was like, self care. What's that? <laughs> and she was like, you know, she's playing a bubble bath and doing her own toenails. And she's just, yeah, that right. was what she's doing. But that whole taking care of you, you know, Very she important. spent the weekend taking care of herself. Because we're not fun. running out to the spa. We're not. And we're not, you know, no, I can't I've tell you how, how to do I my press on. Yes. Yes. I figured out how to do my press on. Ron's like, I hope that that stays a trend in this house. Because every time that we would go, Victorian would meet me and it'd be $180 oh, every two see. weeks. Brian saving money. Be saving so he's money. thrilled to pieces mm-hmm. when the Amazon truck shows up with my little <laughs> slip on fingernails. Press on there. It's fun. Well, if you had a crystal ball mm-hmm. and you could look into 2021, what do you think would be the one thing that you really want to accomplish in the coming year? I want this YouTube channel to take off. Mm-hmm. I do. Because I can do it from anywhere. If we needed to sell the house, hopefully we won't, but if sure. we needed to sell the house, I could still do it. If I got ready to retire, I could still do it. Mm-hmm. I could always be doing something. I could always be making a recipe and videotaping it. I could always mm-hmm. be doing something in the garden or a craft or meeting with a friend, mm-hmm. you know, and with the travel business, that's what I kind of thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to pay me and Brian to fly away and feature resorts in the magazine with you. And we're going to slowly stop shooting as much as we did in the studio. Mm-hmm. And we'd spend half the year on vacation, touring resorts and shooting and featuring yeah. and all that. I mean, that's really what I thought it was going to look like. You know, but even when, quote, all of this passes or there is a vaccination or there mm-hmm. is something, I'm not going to be the first riding out of the box having to go somewhere. I'm going to be very cautious. Mm-hmm. And... um you know, I, I'm not trying to say anything that's anti-economy right. and anti-supporting people right. because you and I both have so many friends that have their own businesses mm-hmm. and you and I have done a yeoman's job of supporting them during this time and we will continue to do so. Yeah. But, you know, Tim really wanted to go to Europe next year. Don't know that I'll be doing that. No, and, and all of my clients that are scheduled to be in Europe are scheduled in Europe for the late part of next year. Mm-hmm. We've moved everybody from whatever they were going to do in 2020 to like September, October of 2021. And even then, fingers crossed, don't know if that's going to happen. It very well may be moved to 2022. Well, I think that we all are more aware of our own mortality, of our our family and and what that means to everybody. Because you know what? It's really not about me and you getting sick. It's about me bringing it home to my mama. Yeah. Or, you know, one of the kids bringing it home to one of us. That's what's scary. Yeah. That's what's scary about school, mm-hmm. you know, as we start school back and, yes. and, and, you know, we've always been on the same schedule mm-hmm. as the main, you know, school district where we live. And for some reason they've taken off in a while blue yonder and we're on school. We're going to school. We're going to school. So I'm, I'm freaked out a little bit about it. James Edwards freaked out a little bit about it. 
we're hoping that it doesn't start up two weeks later. Everybody has to come home again mm -hmm. and come home sick. And it could have been avoided. I agree. You know, I even saw I where agree. some of the universities are making the students and parents sign a waiver that they won't sue the school. Wow. That's okay. pretty wild. Well, you know, both Cass and Colter at the University of Texas, uh -huh. Cass is in graduate school, 100% of her graduate school classes this semester, as well as her job, are online. But since she's in graduate school, she next semester she has to have a job placement, a career placement, mm -hmm. um, most likely in a hospital. How do you think I feel about that? Yuck. Mm -hmm. So would it be a wonderful experience for her? Could she do so much good, especially now? Sure. Absolutely. But as a mother, it just, it, mm. I know. I just, yeah. And we didn't take the SAT. Right. Right. Still right. have no SAT scheduled to take. And he's already decided. It's like, as soon as we get done with the senior year, he's still in school at home. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to do my first couple of years online at home. Maybe the first four years online at home. Mm -hmm and maybe not even go in. I mean, he had thought, well, I'll do part of it, maybe get into business school or something. I'm just gonna let him stay at home as long as he wants to stay at home. But that makes me so sad because our young people now, this whole college experience is over. That's being put off or But you know what? Minute. They were already scared to death because of oh, all true. these shootings. True. I mean, true. that's the reality. I mean, it's almost, and that's what I mean by this whole magic. We're living in a magic, uh, one waved over us kind of experience. It's like, first you have, it's not safe to go to school because you're going to get shot. Mm -hmm. Now you're, everybody's walking around wearing masks. Well, the It's bullet, like we're not even in the same country. It's just the, the weirdest. Yeah, the bulletproof backpacks that were the big thing. Well, and I featured them yeah. on that television yeah. show that I did years mm -hmm. ago. I mean, all of it is just becoming so bizarre. And at the same time, being at home, working from home, which we've always done anyway, but it reminds me a lot of when Nana was growing up, because you know, they had the farm and mm -hmm. granddaddy had like a little office in the front of the house and people would come in and they would send, you know, bring their bill or whatever it was that they needed to pay and, or they, they would bring their, come in and want mm -hmm. their money, their hours of how long they'd worked on the farm or whatever, you know, and everything was at home and whatever you ate was what you grew in your yard and you knew it was safe because you grew it yourself. And the whole world was different. There was Nana and the horse and buggy. There was no airplanes. There wasn't any of this business of going overseas to see some other part of the world. Mm -hmm. Everybody was in their own little bu bubble. And, and as the borders are closed, and I just read this morning, you know, Canada, Mexico, Jamaica now, you have to take a COVID test, present it to them as you go in with your passport. And then when you get there, you have to wait a couple more days and take it again. And I mean, there's a lot of restrictions with different countries on what you can well, and course. can't do. I mean, it's like everybody's going into their own little bubbles again. Mm -hmm. And it's stepping back in time. At the same time, you think you should be going forward. And, and the kids, especially yours and, and mine, that are in that window of going out there into the world, starting college, mm -hmm. starting new jobs, going to the hospital and starting a job and a career. It's scary. It's just a weird, weird, it feels like a dream. No, I agree. It's almost like evil Disney. <laughs> it's evil. You know? It's for sure evil. Because Disney is a magical place, but this is definitely not Disney. No, it's, it's not, not magical. It, I mean, you know what I mean? It feels like everybody's been waved. It's almost like that Phantasm movie with Mickey Mouse where all the, everything's mm -hmm. going awry and the mops multiply and everybody's following along. 
and the water's filling up in the room and some wizard needs to show up and just mm -hmm. go kaboom enough and bring us all back to normal because mm -hmm. where we're at right now is not normal well and i personally believe that wizard will come but that's our lord and savior mm -hmm. that's just my personal belief yeah and that's scary too yeah because when you think about all the other mm -hmm. stuff that's going on and if you're paying attention to every single little thing going on peace treaties and election and all the bickering and fighting and crazy stuff that we see every day on the news when we stop to watch it, which I try not to because it's mm -hmm. just a lot of extra noise. It It's pointing in that direction. Yeah. I haven't listened to the news in months. I tell you one good thing that has come out of COVID is um, you know that I'm an avid reader, as are you. So I installed a library in my home in March, about the size of this one. Of course, mine are very organized by, you know, like you have to put a little card and... in there if you take one out. Mm. You have to sign for it and there's oh. blood involved oh. and, you know, you know how I you know. <laughs> um, not listening to mainstream media yeah. and radio or TV, I'm reading a lot more and I really like podcasts. I've really started listening to podcasts, you know, when I'm in the car. Um because I just think it's filled with so much negativity. Not that I want to be uninformed. Right. I do want to be informed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't need the sensationalism and the drama and the negativity. No. And literally it's on all day. All day. Mm -hmm. You could find a channel on whatever network you watch mm -hmm. and it's all day. With whatever version of slant you want to see. Mm -hmm. You know, it's there. It's there for you to soak right. it up if you want to soak it up. Right. So, I don't know. I just hope that the... Nana would say this world's going to hell in a handbasket. She said this world was going to hell in a handbasket mm -hmm. when she was alive. She's been dead for 17 years. You know, she lived to be 102. She didn't like it when electricity and all these other things happened, like man on the moon and airplanes mm -hmm. and all the new stuff that was happening in her world, which was so far-fetched in her mind from what she could vision was normal. She did, But it was positive things at that point. This is all so... Oh, absolutely. Negative. You know, well, I lost my grandmother at 100, and I'm very thankful that she's not here dealing with all oh, this. I'm very grateful. This Especially with not... mom and daddy both being in the medical profession. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that they would have been practicing medicine now anyway, but to have daddy going out there and delivering babies and having the experience of what it's mm -hmm. like to give birth now with what's going on, I know that, that would not make him very happy at all. Well, ever since we came back, you know, we closed our business, our publishing company, for about four weeks. And we've come back with a limited staff. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, we are focused on positivity. Mm -hmm. We really are. With our weekly Corona Chronicles, we mm -hmm. put something out there every week that's positive. It's completely and totally based in Fort Bend. It's the good news. Mm -hmm. The episode that comes out tomorrow is going to talk about Sugarland's Salute to Healthcare Heroes Week, which is oh, next week. There are parades at all the hospitals. There's coloring contests where children can go online download some heroes, color it, scan it, submit it back to uh, the cool. city of Sugarland to win prizes. I mean, really, we, we work really hard in focusing on the positivity, as I know you do as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I go out there in the garden and I'm like, hey, sweet lifers, mm -hmm. look at the butterfly, or hey, sweet lifers, look at this beautiful flower, or look at this great eggplant, and what are we going to do with this eggplant? There's mm -hmm. so many people like, ooh, I don't like eggplant. Mm -hmm. Or whatever, but it's always trying to be upbeat and happy and not bring anything that's in the picture that's negative because we got enough of that crap. Mm -hmm. We don't need extra more of that from any other direction. So what is your best advice for entrepreneurs 
to try to ride out this year? Well, for those that can figure out what to do, if they've not been in the passion that they were already in, mm -hmm. they need to move to the passion. Because, you know, Jerry T told me a long time ago before he died, swim with the current, not against it. Sure. Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. For me, I'd already done that, right? Because shooting babies, writing columns, mm -hmm. being with you and doing all that we do, it's already what I love. So for someone who's in a business that they can't do the business that they love, if there's anything that they think they could give that would they would do for free, whatever it be, mm -hmm. advice, um, consulting, um, even making bread and, you know, taking it to your neighbor. You know, some something that you're doing that's giving of yourself to help you pass the time. And the other thing is to become educated. I mean, like I'm taking a WordPress Absolutely. class. Mm -hmm. um, I've been on Hillsdale College taking stuff on Aristotle mm -hmm. for the column that I'm writing for you. Um, I've learned how to do the photo editing for, you know, for, for Premiere Pro, for learning how to do the YouTube. I'm in several YouTube universities trying to learn how to do this particular medium because being in front of the camera is way different from being behind the camera. So ratcheting up that skill sets and getting yourself some more education. I mean, there's really nothing else you can do, but that's a positive thing to be doing. Absolutely. And it, it goes along with what I've been saying this whole time is we as entrepreneurs have to learn how to pivot. We are going to do things differently. We're certainly doing things differently at our mm -hmm. company. We're doing a lot more with a lot less. Mm -hmm. um, and then branching off into different areas learning about new things and new opportunities. I think the ability to pivot um, is really going to be very important for the next few years. Yeah, I was going to say, and that's not just going to end in 2020. It's over. I think that we're looking at a projected at least a couple of years. I don't know that any of that will ever come back the way it was before. I will say this on the travel business, because so many people that booked online, mm -hmm. there's nobody to help them. Mm -hmm. So when they come calling for help because they need help, they realized, a lot of people realized that the big online stuff was not giving them the service that they needed. And so they pulled to the travel agency mm -hmm. to say, hey, can you help me get me out of this mess? And hopefully when the time comes to rebook, they'll remember that and be loyal and call and say, let me use you and not go with a online whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the travel industry has changed completely in terms of the vision of what the travel agent's going to look like for the future. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost going to revert back into like the eighties and nineties when we all would go somewhere, but we would call our travel agent. I think in this dehumanizing era, the personal touch is becoming matters. more important than ever. It matters. Mm -hmm. And I think that with the photography and I think that with the real estate and I think that with the publishing, I mean, everything is going to be there. It's just going to be there differently. I mean, Santa Claus okay. is coming. Mm -hmm. Santa Claus is coming to Sugarland. Mm -hmm. Santa Claus is going to do something outside. Sure. And, you know, the children are not going to be bouncing in the bounce house come October in their Halloween costumes. Mm -hmm. They're just not going to do that. You know, it just isn't safe to do that. But they'll come next year. They'll come maybe the year later. I don't know. We don't know what that looks like. But all of the businesses that have to do with people that are together restaurants especially they've got to figure out a way to do it differently they've got to figure mm -hmm. out less people maybe not more money but maybe less people maybe some sort of a streamline and that's a big challenge for everybody mm -hmm. i mean brian and i were talking about it last night the skyscrapers when we came to houston in 1991 were empty 
They were empty. Mm -hmm. 1990, yes. Houston got hit. That's when we came to Houston and bought real estate. They got slammed and it was like a neighborhood. You would drive through and there would be like three or four houses that were completely vacated. People lost their homes. They had left it vacant. They had vandalized it. Buildings were left like shells. Now all the stuff is full. Well, now it's not full. So what's going to happen? Are those skyscrapers going to become mm -hmm. apartments? Are they going to become teardowns? I mean, the days of going into a huge building and the logistics of going up and down that elevator and keeping everybody safe with 3,000 employees in a skyscraper in downtown Houston, I just can't conceive of that even mm -hmm. being possible. It's no longer a necessity. People have learned, and, and I think not only can we work from home or work remotely, but we can be much more efficient and much more effective in doing so. And Patty, what's funny about that is you remember way back when I got featured on the magazine when you were the editor and the HOA came after me because mm -hmm. I was working at home. Mm -hmm. And I've always worked at home. And people will come see me and they're like, I don't understand how you can do all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't sit in a car. I don't sit in traffic. When I wake up, I bounce out of my bed and I put my wig on my head and I go to work. And I have every room in my house designated for a specific thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I can get a whole lot more done because I'm at home getting it done. Like one thing after another, mm -hmm. chores, check it off my list. And people that have to go and get in that car and work and be in traffic, you lose so much time and so much efficiency. They've gotten a taste of it. And I don't think they're going to want to go back. No, I don't either. I really don't. I don't either. All right. So parting words for the year. So it's December 31st, 2020. You're ringing in the new year. What is going to be your one wish? What is going to be your parting words for 2020? <laughs> and, and keep it clean. I was going to say, it clean. you know, they <laughs> always had me on a 10 second delay when I did uh, live TV because I have a tendency to drop some words. No, I said, <laughs> keep it clean, girl. Keep it clean. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with good riddance. Yeah. Adios muchacha. I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just something like it's just be done. A friend of mine told me the other day, she said, we're going to get to the point where when, when something bad happens or, you know, you want to expound something and say, you know, something negative about somebody, something or somebody, you're going to go, oh, well, that's a 2020. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really, it's not just one thing. It's like everything mm -hmm. and the everything all over the world. And that's the thing that's just so mind boggling about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you hear bad things happen and then you're like, oh yeah, that's a bad thing that happened. And we pray for them to be better. But this is just crazy. It's it just is. crazy. Well, I say we wait for and we, we ring in 2021 together and on to bigger and better things. Absolutely, darling. And with that, I think that's a wrap. That's thank a you wrap. for having me and Martini Thank you talks. for being here. I appreciate it. You guys, if you guys have found any value in this, please do me a favor and like and share. Ring that bell so that you're notified each week. Know that Martini Talks drops every Friday night at 6 o'clock. I look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.